look, let's not deny that like it's easier for men. Like it's more difficult for women, irregardless, like age, like years of experience, just for some reason, men get the fast track and and women don't. Welcome to Design Life Podcast, a podcast about design and side projects for motivated creators. My name is Femke. And my name is Charlie. This episode is the first one that we've recorded since the murder of George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter protests that have been happening in the US and all around the world. And so we just wanted to kick off this episode by touching on it a little bit, letting you know that we we skipped a week of of posting an episode because we felt like it was just so important that the conversation online was all about Black Lives Matter that week in particular. And that we as individuals, you know, are continuing to learn and grow and, and do our bits going forward because we know this isn't just a week-long movement. This has been a lifelong struggle for, for many people. And, um, you know, as white women, we can do a lot to, to help them out now and in the future. So, yeah, I don't know about you, Femme, but I've been picking up a few of the books that people have been recommending this in the past few weeks, um, I started reading How to Be an Anti-Racist, and it's been really good. You know, I already considered myself as an anti-racist, but I've been learning a lot in this book about things that I definitely could be doing better and, and doing differently. So it's been really eye-opening, and I would highly recommend. We'll leave a link to that in, in the show notes if anyone wants to check it out. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of listening. My timeline has been full of voices from people of color and I've been doing as much as I can to help elevate their voices. And I guess I would just encourage to anybody listening, if you can, you know, please consider using your voice as well. We need you in the conversation. And in addition, you know, consider opening your wallet. Uh, I've donated to a few organizations and I would encourage those of you listening that if that's something that you can afford to do, it does make a difference. So please consider that as well. Let's leave links to the, like some of our favorite places that we've donated so far in the show notes as well. I feel like that'd be a good resource to share. Um, and yeah, I just want we just wanted to touch on that at the start of this episode because this is a, like a human problem that all of us need to work together to solve. Um, today's episode, we're actually going to be touching on another like deep societal issue. <laughs> Fem, do you want to do you want to explain what we're going to talk about today? Yeah. So I recently did a tweet um, that essentially was reflecting on, you know, why is it that, you know, men my age are or easily can become design managers and yet I struggle to even get a promotion to a senior designer. And, you know, maybe the tweet was done a little bit in haste. It was 11 p.m. at night. I was, you know, kind of reflecting, feeling frustrated. (laughs) feeling maybe a little bit frustrated. Um, And uh, I woke up the following day to hundreds of replies and uh, I think almost a thousand likes on that tweet by now. Uh, And it's not even been 12 hours. So I guess people have been resonating with this tweet and sharing their experiences and, you know, some offering advice as well in the tweets. And I guess while it's top of mind and seems like I'm not the only only one that's sort of having these reflections, we thought it would be interesting to kind of touch on this subject today. Yeah, I'm excited to dig into this because your tweet really got me thinking about the fact that I've never had a female design manager, you know, all of the the design managers I've had in my life have in my life, in my career, (laughs) (laughs) in my life. (laughs) I have been on teams with some other senior designers who have been women, 
but it's been like the exception rather than the rule. And I know that's just like my career. I'm pretty sure it's similar for you too, though. Um, and similar for many people in the replies to this tweet. Obviously, there have been a few, I'm just scrolling through them now, of people calling out examples of, you know, women in positions of power in design. And we're not saying that it's impossible and that women, right. you know, are never design managers. That's not the point. The point is that, yeah, I feel you, fam. It feels like men at our age are more likely to be promoted and to be a design manager than women are. And personally, I don't know why. <laughs> Like, other than, you know, generic patriarchy, sexism, the world we're in, those are not reasons or excuses, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Can you tell us a little bit more about your about your situation that you're in? Because I know a few people responded with things like, well, you've got to ask for the promotion and things like that. Um, tell us about what your journey's been like on this road to being a senior designer. Sure. So... I have asked for it. I guess sort of towards the end of 2019, it was something that I started thinking more seriously about. And I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it on this podcast too a few times of yeah. wanting to sort of actively, you know, work towards the next level and, and moving up to senior designer. So I did bring this up with my manager late 2019 to say, hey, this is something that, you know, I've started thinking about and I would like to work towards. And we were about to enter like a performance review period in like January. And we both kind of agreed like, well, at that time it felt maybe too soon to try. I had only just changed teams like a few months ago. So my manager didn't know me very well. You know, she said, um, that it might might be tricky for her to kind of, you know, advocate for me because we just hadn't had very much experience working together. It was not that I wasn't, you know, good enough for anything. She just didn't have the experience of working with me. So I guess at that time we were like, okay, it feels too soon. Let's let's work on it for the next performance cycle, um, which was six months out, so mid twenty twenty. Um, and you know, we've been having conversations about how I can I can get there, and it's come up on our one-on-ones and she's very aware that this is something that I want to work towards and that I'm really interested in and yeah I guess if it's not clear my manager is a woman <laughs> so you know like I agree with your point Charlie there is there is female managers out there but just less so and you know we've been talking more about it and like I've been looking forward to the to the mid-year performance cycle and um, unfortunately because of COVID, Uber has decided to not do mid-year performance reviews this year. Wait, hang on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, why? <laughs> okay, I don't understand why COVID would mean you can't review your performance. Is it because people don't feel like it'd be a fair judgment because it's been a weird few months and so no one's like on their game? Yeah, I honestly don't know the answer to this question. I think there's several reasons. It could It could be the one you said. Um, it could also be that um, maybe maybe the company felt like people were already like a bit stressed out, like having to adjust to a new working environment and they didn't want to add the extra pressure of like doing the whole performance thing. Like it's a process that can take three months at a company like Uber. Um, so I don't fully know the motivations why, but I will admit that when they said this, I was very disappointed and I still am very disappointed because this essentially means I have to wait now until the next cycle to even just like be put up for promotion. And, you know, this is frustrating because I feel like I'm, you know, almost in a position now where I'm ready for it. 
and uh, now just kind of adjusting to having to, you know, wait an extra six months and um, just in general as well, like seeing my peers excel at a faster rate than me. I know that there's been a few replies to my tweet about like, it's not always about your age, it's about years of experience, blah, blah, blah. And uh, while, you know, in general, like I agree, I, I wish that were true, but I have seen men get a fast track for some reason. I, I don't know why, but it seems like men kind of, and not not all men, quote unquote, but, you know, there are situations where I've seen my peers get a fast track when it comes to this kind of stuff. And as a woman, I feel like I have to try harder. I have to put in extra effort and put in extra work uh, to get to this point and prove myself a little bit more. Um, and I also want to want to address that I got quite a few replies from people saying that it's my employer's fault and I have the wrong employer. But my response to that would be like, read the replies. There is a lot of other women <laughs> replying to that tweet saying they're in the same situation and they work at completely different companies, not to even mention the amount of women that have privately DM'd me talking about their experience of like having decades of design experience and being in their mid thirties and still not getting promotions to senior designer. So I do think that it is more of a systemic issue and it's not purely the fault of my employer, I guess that's what I want to say. Agreed. I mean, I do think that Uber could be doing a better job here of making, like taking care of its staff at this time. Mm-hmm. I can understand the reason for not wanting to put through people through a stressful performance review cycle, but this is really unfair on you. And I'm sure you're not the only one at Uber, like whatever gender who of people who are like in a position right now where they should be being promoted. And now that's like your career is being held back six months because Uber has made this decision. And that's just not fair on you. They could be doing better in that aspect, but in general, in terms of the fast tracking and, and everything you're talking about, I agree. I don't think this is just something I think this is a very widespread industry problem. It's making me think that, you know, we talk about the pay gap and how that's been Mm -hmm. closing perhaps over recent years. Well, you know, not completely. (laughs) But there's um, still work to do. There's there's still work work to do. do. But, you know, how that's like becoming less of an issue kind of or whatever. And it's making me think that, okay, yeah, so the pay gap we talk about people in the same role being paid equally. But when we talk about it, we don't talk about the fact often that men are given more senior leadership management opportunities than women. Mm -hmm. And so they're being paid more because they're in a higher role, right? That makes sense. But um, if, if you're not giving women equal opportunity for these roles or I don't know, not seeing them as fit for these roles or encouraging that, then that's a problem. It's, it's a huge problem. Absolutely. I think that my career, I don't know. I wonder how it would have been different if I'd had, more women as design managers and like as mentors in my career because yeah I don't know I don't know the answer to that but it just it makes me wonder and I feel like the less we address this issue and the less women we have in leadership roles the like way we're stunting the next generation of designer too you know by not giving them the opportunity to be led by women and to have women's voices in leadership heard you know yeah totally I think this is like another topic that doesn't get discussed enough is that like for me 
if I'm reflecting like on my team and, and my colleagues and the people that I work with, I think there's only one one senior designer I work with that is a woman. Like all the other senior people I work with, even like if, if we want to go wider, I can include engineering. There's none there. Uh, so in general, like most of the senior people I work with are men, like 99%. Uh, and you know, this I think is is another issue that's worth highlighting because as someone who is quote unquote junior, like what do I have to look up to? Like there's nobody blazing the trail really in front of me. And I think that is a problem too, is that like a lot of the time, I think companies sometimes feel like their work is done once they've got the woman in the door. But if all of your women are juniors and none of them are getting any internal progression, I think that's equally a problem that needs to be solved um, because for me it's a little like demotivating to like not have somebody to really look up to and to to help me like you know to pull me up there we've all seen that gif I think of women like pulling the next woman up and that's a position I'd love to be in and that I try to be in with with the women around me that are one level lower than me um, but there's nobody really above me sort of helping to try and try and pull me up other than obviously my design manager she's been very helpful and I'm very, very grateful for her belief in me. But, you know, it's nice to to have peers doing that for you as well. Yeah, and, like, you can't put, put all your hopes on one person too, you know? Like, right. you know, managers are people and they can they can make mistakes too. And, you know, we need more influences than just one person to be inspired by and mm-hmm. to be our role model. I'm a big believer in having many multiple role models. And, yeah, it can't just be one person. We can't put all that, that hope and expectation I guess is what I'm looking for on one person Mm -hmm. there were some tweets and some replies to your tweet that asked they were from men asking what they could do to be a better ally in this situation which I love that they're asking that and they're thinking about it what do you think our our peers can do to to help us out in this situation yeah it's a great question and I'm also very glad that people are asking this I've been trying to think, honestly, because initially I was like, oh gosh, I don't know. What could they do? How, how could we use their help? And I've been trying to think of uh, things to, to offer as advice. And like one thing that really comes to mind is for men to praise the efforts of their female colleagues. Like it means so much to me if a peer of mine tells my manager that I did a good job. Like that speaks so much volume and I do this a lot for the peers I work with you know I'm not going to wait until a performance review time I go to their manager and I let them know like hey this person did a really good job it's been really great to work with them I just wanted to pass that feedback on that you know they've they've done a good job and I would love for this to be reciprocated and maybe it is and, and I'm just not hearing about it but I think that that is one sort of easy win that allies could do for us is that You know, if you think we're doing a good job and we deserve some praise, please tell our manager because that means a lot to come from you. Absolutely. I think that another thing um, we could do because we talked about the fact that pay disparity is still an issue and not just between men and women, but especially like, you know, between white people and people of color. This is another issue as well. And something we can all do to help with this is to talk about what we're paid. So perhaps if you're on a team, you could you could be brave and you could be the one to start a discussion 
with your peers, you know, and say, hey, I've been reading about this pay disparity and I'd love to compare with you and so that we can, you know, both help each other out and, and see if we're being paid what we're worth. Let's spread this around and, you know, I'll, I'll collect some information. I'll share it with you. Be the one to really take the lead on it um, and offer it up. Don't, if you're a man on a team and, you know, in a, in a perhaps a senior position or something, don't wait for a woman to ask you what you're being paid uh, in order to help her out and, uh, you know, help her make sure she's being paid what she's worth too. Reach out and say, and don't assume she's being paid less also, because I don't think that's a good look, but just, you know, bring up this pay disparity and say, hey, I, let's let's just check here and make sure um, in our company this isn't happening, because this is an issue that if it is happening, I want to help solve. Um, so, you know, let's do some research. I think that could help for sure. Yeah, I think another really helpful thing, and, and maybe this falls a little bit more on the woman to initiate, but something I, I kind of, you know, had this moment a few weeks ago, I was actually talking to a peer who is a senior designer and he is a man. Uh, and I had like lightly in passing in our conversation mentioned something about like wanting to, to grow into senior designer. And he was like, oh, I didn't realize that that was something that you were working towards. When the time comes, I will 100% support you and, you know, do what do whatever you need to like help you get across that line. And I like had this moment of like, oh, wow, first of all, I didn't realize he didn't know. And then I was like, well, I never mentioned it. Mm -hmm. um, and second of all, like, how awesome is it that now that he knows he he's willing to vouch for me? And it's not that I like asked him that, <laughs> but just because I had brought it up um, suddenly like it's now on his radar. And I think, you know, if, if women are comfortable to do that, to sort of share with your peers that like, hey, this is something I'm working towards, you know, often we share this with our manager and they kind of help coach us to get to that next level. But now after like that sort of brief conversation with the peer of mine, I'm thinking, oh, maybe I should be telling more people that this is something that I'm working towards so that I can, you know, use my allies to kind of help be my advocates as well when the time comes. Absolutely. And get advice too. get feedback and help them as well, because, you know, there's probably just as much help you can give to them as, as they can give to you. I love that. And that is a little bit on us where, you know, whoever we are, if we're looking to move up in our careers, we can't just expect it to happen. Um, we do have to talk about it and actively work towards it. And so if you can be confident enough to tell people that this is the thing you're working on, then you're going to get more help with it. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I love that you had that conversation. I think also if you're a man in a position of power in your company, you could make sure that you are lifting up the women and the people of color on your team and making sure that they are getting opportunities, but also like making them aware that they deserve opportunities too. Right. Uh, the other day I was having a, a talk with our COO Barrett, who is a man, um, about my career and like what my hopes are. Um, and we we're talking about a potential new role for me, where it'd be more of a leadership role. And I, I put the question to him. I was like, okay, well, why would, why would I get this? And why wouldn't we like go higher for it outside the company, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was like, like, he said very nice things about, about me and how like, you know, my skills and how he thinks I'd be ready for this role. And he also said, and also I want more women in leadership here. And I think you're great. And I think that you are ready to lead and you would be ready for this. And, um, it would be like a huge asset to our leadership team to have you uh, in this role. And, you know, that meant a lot to me 
to hear his belief in me and to sort of like feel like he's he's fighting for me you know in that and and lifting me up so don't underestimate the power that you that you have as someone in a leadership position to lift up people who are perhaps a few rungs below you totally totally and I wish more people would do that more and I I agree I would also add that I don't think that you need to purely be in a leadership position to do this if you're in a leadership position it has more weight and probably more impact obviously even if you're a midweight designer or or like the senior designer the pair that I I just mentioned who we had that little conversation with you know there's opportunities there to to lift up those the level beneath you I guess um, and so I I would encourage people that are listening to this and you know maybe you're not not a manager or you're not a leader but if this is something that's important to you and and you you know support this then I'm sure there's opportunities around you where you could help lift somebody else up yeah absolutely they don't I think maybe we all just need to talk about our career goals and growth with each other more yeah. so that we can support each other in it and be that encourager. I agree. Yeah, I think it's important. That's what we try and do on the show when we're sharing our goals and, and career growth ideas. Like sometimes it feels scary, honestly, to do these episodes. And even just then what I talked about, about, you know, wanting to step into more of a leadership role at work, it's... I'm like, oh, this isn't confirmed as a thing that's happening. And <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. I didn't know, don't know if I should talk about it publicly, but yeah. you know, I think it's important for you to hear that of what we're working on, you know? Yeah, totally. I guess like I'm trying to think where, like where to from here for me. <laughs> yeah. What is your next step? Do you think, um, are you going to just wait six months? Is that what you've resigned to or, or what? <laughs> That is a great question, Charlie. Uh, and honestly, I don't know is the answer. To be totally frank, I don't know if if I want to wait. Obviously, I, I'm i not thinking of quitting right now or anything. I, I love my job. I love my team. I, I love the opportunities that I get there. And I genuinely enjoy my job. I, I really like working there. But I, I won't deny that, you know, it has given me pause to consider, like, do I want to wait that long? Um, not to mention that I frequently get emails from recruiters uh, inviting me to apply for senior roles at their company. So, you know, with the thought of that, I could go and get that if I wanted to, uh, it does give me pause to sort of consider, you know, what path I want to take and the future that I want to have. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's important that we don't let our enjoyment of a job or a team or whatever hinder us in our careers in general you know mm-hmm. um and honestly fam in the grand scheme of things six months isn't that long so uh, even no. if you do have to wait you'll be fine but yeah you know you're right to be annoyed by it because you've been working on this for a long time and you know we did talk about on the show i feel like yeah maybe over a year ago about you <laughs> moving up to senior no it wasn't that long maybe yeah, it was the maybe end like of, end last, of year. last year yeah 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 so Time, you know, time is weird with this pandemic. I agree, especially right now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think if I was your manager, I, and I, I'm saying this with zero understanding how things work <laughs> at Uber, um, I would want to like fight to go outside the system and say, look, we cannot wait. You know, this is important. This needs to happen now. Uh, so I don't care that there's not a performance review thing happening. We need to make it this happen anyway, you know? because um, Femme's worth it and we want to keep her on the team. So I don't know. That's my hope. 
for what happens, but I hope that you'll keep us updated. Thanks, Charlie. Throughout this. Um, Because I'm sure, I'm absolutely sure there's people in the same position, you know, people who've been working towards a promotion for a long time. Oh, yeah. And just feeling like it's, it's not happening. It's frustrating. And I feel like you're doing all you can. And so... Let me know how I can help you too, if there is actually anything I can oh, do other than, you. other than, <laughs> you know, profounding <laughs> saying, well, if I was in this role. <laughs> <laughs> That's very kind. Yes, thank you. Um, I do like want to add that I think my tweet came across that I felt I was deserving of a promotion and I will admit that like there is a chance that maybe I'm not ready you know it, it, it's not like I've tried for it and been denied it's just that we we haven't we haven't tried it yet and I think my point of the tweet was was not necessarily my personal situation as such but just more in general that like yeah look let's not deny that like it's easier for men like it's more difficult for women irregardless like age like years of experience just for some reason men get the fast track and and women don't um and that's more the point that I was trying to make so I hope that that comes across a little bit clearer just because in some of the replies I got a bit of pushback on that like well maybe you're not ready or maybe you don't have enough experience yeah maybe that that's totally true maybe um but I think there's still a wider issue happening here and the other thing I want to bring up which we kind of talked about briefly before we recorded Charlie is that even if I do all the things that people suggest I should do, it still might not happen, right? Like, mm-hmm. even if I check all the boxes and, like, you know, make sure I have the right years of experience, make sure I'm the right age, make sure I have, like, a mentor and, like, check all those boxes, it still sometimes doesn't happen for women. And I know this. I, I, I have peers where this has happened Um, So I just want to say that as well, that like, I think this is more systemic and I hope that this is something that we can change, especially in the tech industry. Yeah. Can I just say one thing to, I don't know, all the people who first questioned like, well, maybe you're not ready and maybe you don't deserve it. Would they have said that if you were a man saying that you were ready to be promoted to a senior position? (laughs) I don't know. Just posing that as a question because... Whenever I've seen women talk about, you know, the pay gap or the experience, I don't know what what to talk about, what to call it there, but it just always seems that we're questioned on our skills. I know as a, I guess, quote unquote, public figure in design, I've had my design skills questioned time and time again. Mm. Um, It's almost always been questioned by men. This isn't, we're not like man haters here, right? So I hope that no one listening is is thinking that. I'm just saying that it's a trend. Yeah. Um, and that's what seemed to happen. It, it feels like, I think maybe men get put in these positions a bit easier than women because they are given the benefit of the doubt, perhaps, that they have the skills mm-hmm. already. Um, and that's just like, I don't know. It's in me sometimes too. We have these deep-rooted uh, biases, right, that we have to work on. Um And it's no one's fault. No one's going out of their way to try and be sexist with this, but it's, it's deep rooted. It's in our, in our system. Like you said, it's systemic and um, we've just got to be aware of it, I guess, so that we can try and get past it. Yep. Yeah. I do feel like um, men often get hired, promoted, whatever, based on like their potential and like, 
you know their their chance um but like women often have to like already be demonstrating everything before they even get considered um and that's very frustrating for me I've definitely felt that like not necessarily you know only in this job but just in general in my career you know like as a woman and this comes to like when you apply for jobs as well right like we know that women only apply if they meet 100% of the job description and men apply like if they only meet 30 or something super low Um, and I think this carries on in, in these places too where like you know if 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 a man is showing potential and oh yeah let's let's just you know prop him up there and see how he goes and he'll probably be all right women on the other hand I feel like we have to already be displaying all the qualities and and demonstrating everything before we even get a consideration um and that's very frustrating as well yep agreed I feel like this is definitely an episode that we don't have a nice bow to tie at the end of because it's like I don't know. This is just us expressing some frustrations. If you're listening to this and if it's made you angry at all, I would really invite you to think about why. Perhaps some of the things we've said have been sweeping generalizations and that's annoyed you. If you're a feminist yourself, then you're good. We're not complaining about you. (laughs) Um, But as a whole, this is still an issue. And so maybe it's not something you've experienced personally before. And maybe you're getting annoyed hearing us talking about it, but it's things we've experienced. And so please just trust us on that. Um, it's things that we've heard from many people that they've experienced too. You know, we get emails in our inbox, um, into the design life, uh, email that we have from people who are having issues like this all the time. So it's happening, it's out there and let's just all do our bit to try and squash it. Yeah, honestly, I'd be surprised if those doubters are still listening here. Yeah, Good minutes point. They probably didn't episode, even reach but... my point. <laughs> but if you have made it this far, thank you for listening. And yeah. I mean, thank you to you, Charlie, for like, I don't know. I feel like we've done an incredible thing by making this podcast a safe space and like somewhere that I can trust and be transparent. And I'm really grateful for that. So thank you. Yeah, thank you. I think this is really important for us to talk about and I appreciate you leaning into it, you know. Um, We decided like five seconds before we recorded that we should talk about this topic today. So (laughs) I appreciate you being open to it um, because it's important to talk about. Thanks, fam. Thank you. All right. If you want to listen to more episodes, you can go to designlife.fm. You can also follow us on Twitter. We are at designlife.fm there. Yes, and if you have requests for future topics, anything, I don't know, particularly you're dealing with that you'd like to, us to discuss, touch on, then feel free to send us a tweet or you can send us an email as well. Um, hello at designlife.fm if you'd like to keep things a bit more private. Was, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We'll leave links, as we said, in the show notes to some resources that you can use to work on identifying any sort of implicit bias that you have, work on becoming anti-racist, Um, work on donating to a bunch of amazing movements and um, charities that are doing great things at the moment so check those out and thanks for listening thank you see you next week see you next week fam bye bye